Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao matcha and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I love you. I love you right now. I'm actually looking outside of my window here in LA at the rain, how beautiful the rain is. 
such a nice feeling, the rain, you know, you can just light up candles and, you know, just light the fireplace and just have some friends over, some nice warm teas, different types of teas and relax. Sometimes I think in life, we, we forget to enjoy the people in our life. We forget to just kind of look at them and experience them and just be with them and, you know, too busy running around, you know, wanting to make the, the money and the success and, you know, buy new things and do all that kind of stuff. But really, is that really, is that really why we're here? I mean, when you come here as a tribal member, don't you feel the love that I have for you? Because I love you. And you haven't even met me yet in the physical, but you've met me already in the spiritual because we were all connected and all together at one time. So you do remember that's why you're here, a part of the tribe, because you knew that this was going to be created for all of us to come and share and learn and expand and grow and lift and shift. And, you know, one of the great things about being a part of this tribe is the community, the connection, the love. When you go on the Instagram, on my Instagram at Shaman Dirk, you know, you go on the Instagram live, you see the love that everyone gives to each other. And then I get letters from people saying, oh, I connected with this person or I flew over to Kenya and I met this person who listens to the podcast that saw you on live and we connected. And it's just beautiful, you know, because I think the most important thing about anything in life is community and connection, how we, you know, connect with one another, how we relate to one another. And that's the question, right? How do we relate to one another? I feel a lot of times, you know, and I might get emotional about all of this because <laughs> I can definitely be that guy who gets emotional about these types of things. But I feel that, you know, when we, when we sit back and we think about, you know, life, right? Like, what are the moments in life that you want to leave the earth remembering? Is it the fancy sports car or the fact that you had this amazing house that you got to live in or that you went on vacation and got to stay at this fabulous place on your vacation or see these amazing things? Or did, was it your relationships that are the things you want to take with you, you know? The relationships are the things that I myself feel that I want to take with me. So that's why I take a lot of time putting my energy into creating relationships, even with the tribal members here, you know, even with everyone here who's listening. When you come on my IG live, like you write me DMs, I respond. Sometimes people find it like, wow, you probably not like one person wrote me the other day and said, I probably guess you're not going to probably respond. Maybe someone from your team will respond. No, my team does not touch my Instagram because I want to be the one to respond and connect and understand who's in the tribe. How many kids do you have? Are you married? Are you in a, a you know, same-sex relationship? Are you, um, you know, single? Are you, an, uh, what do you do? Are you an engineer? Are you a doctor? Are you an artist? Are you a dancer? Are you, you know, are you a mother? What do you do? You know, what, is you, what do you do? Are you a janitor? What do you do? You know, all of these, these realities, right? Don't make up who you are. So I don't really give a shit. I don't care about exactly what you do. I just want to know if you're happy. I just want to know that when you go to bed at night and do you sleep with a smile or do you feel stressed out? Do you wake up in the morning and do you realize that you're loved by God, by spirit, by me, by all the other beings in the, in the universe, in the light who love you? Do, you? do you know how valuable and important you are? You know, you can do a job. You can be one day a secretary, next day be a CEO. You can be one day a housewife, next second you're a multimillionaire. It doesn't matter. You could be a businessman one day. I had a friend who was a lawyer and decided to become a pilot because that was his dream. And his parents' dream was for him to be a lawyer because his dad and everyone else was a lawyer. Generations were lawyers, but that wasn't his thing. But even still, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do and how you do it it matters is are you happy are you feeling joy do you feel relationship do you feel connection with the people around you 
when you walk down the street, do you feel safe enough to say hello to someone and actually engage in a conversation? Or you just feel, you know, like there's a barrier around you and you have to be safe in that barrier so you don't even interact with people? Do you get into your, you know, transportation with friends? Do you talk or do you, you know, what, what, what kind of conversations do you have? Do you have people come over and enjoy, you know, your energy and do you enjoy other people's energy? to get into your Uber and talk to the person and find out their name or the person who serves you food? Do you make relationships? Do you connect with people? Do you build community? Do you realize that you're not just a part of one community, you're a part of a multidimensional community, right? And every person that you connect with can be connected to 20 other different communities and those communities can, can be connected to 50 other different communities and those communities can be connected to 100 different communities. And the point is, it's an intergalactic community. We're connecting on multiple levels, quantum levels, right? I have you know, we have us here in the tribe, but inside the tribe too, there's there's elders, you know, there's um, your ancestors, there's your guides, there's spirits, angels, there's all types of elemental spirits. There's all types of beings that are a part of our tribe that usher life and light consciousness into us as we learn from the guests that come on on Thursday, as we go through the meditations on Wednesday, as we sit in solo with me on Monday. There is this beautiful energy that is spirit is bringing in to everything that we're experiencing together. And, and that's not even... Um, it, connecting to the fact that once all this information gets into you and all the love gets into you, you get so filled up that your cup runneth over and that cup that runneth over needs to go into the lives of people around you who don't have their cups filled up. Because what's the point of being wealthy or what's the point of being, you know, happy or joyful or, you know, any of these things if you can't, if it's just for you, don't make it for you. Make it for everyone right? Like I feel good. I got up this morning, six o'clock in the morning, 6.30, went to the gym, you know, did my workout. But I'm not just working out for myself. I'm also working out for you because the more I take care of my needs, take care of what I need in order to feel strong and healthy and fit and being able to deal with a lot of the things that I deal with, not from a begrudging place, but from a loving place, when people come up to me and I'm in a hug line for like three hours, I have that energy because I'm working out, I'm listening to classical music, I'm meditating, you know, I'm, I'm playing, I'm having fun, I'm doing art, you know, I'm singing out Disney songs around the house and dancing in my underwear and my 80s music, you know, all of these little things that we don't realize are the bigger things than what we actually do. Yeah. Like you could go to a job and you might realize that your job is not what's actually creating the prosperity and the abundance in your life. It could be the fact that you wake up every morning and acknowledge yourself is what's actually creating and opening those doorways. Or the fact that you connect with someone during the day and send them a beautiful message. Like sometimes I like just go on, you know, and send a friend a message like, hey, I love you. No, I'm thinking about you. I'm sending powerful, positive energy. Sometimes I just do it on my Instagram. Sometimes I just send it to people when I'm walking down the street. That could be just the very thing that's actually creating all these amazing opportunities to show up for me. We can't, we have to, we have to understand what relationship means. Relationship is about building a bridge. It's about bridging yourself to different energies and building this beautiful way for all of us to connect, um, you know, interdimensionally, right? In the physical world. So if I'm creating beautiful relationships with people, I always say to people, a person who knows how to build relationships Everything keeps flowing in their life, prosperity, opportunities, love, nurturing, you name it, because you're building relationships. You're building authentic, nurturing, loving, supportive, present relationships, which if you ask me is the most important thing, more so than a Bentley, a BMW, a Rolls Royce, a Lamborghini, a Porsche, a fabulous house, whatever it may be that you find in the material world to be much more desirable than a human being. I had a, you know, I get a lot of times I'll get like multimillionaires or people who are very wealthy and they try to, you know, come in and uh, finagle, you know, things with me like, oh, I don't want to, you know, take a, a, this kind of situation. I want to, 
you know, I want to see if I can like lower Shaman Durek's prices when he, when I do, you know, one-on-ones and I'm like, look, my time is so valuable because I'm being pulled in so many directions. So just for me to be able to sit down with you on a one-on-one, the reason why it is what it is, is because that's how busy I am, but I don't need to explain myself because you had no problem buying that Ferrari and no problem buying these things. But we have to understand that we put so much emphasis on the material. People kill over material. I mean, how how completely void of relationship are you if you kill someone over material? You steal from someone. You hurt someone. You lie to someone. You manipulate someone. You 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 know you put someone in harm's way so that you can benefit. What a vacation. Perhaps you get maybe a million dollars and you feel like, oh, I don't have to work. Even people who have millions and billions of dollars, they still do things in the world. And if they don't, they feel like there's no value, there's no purpose. Because remember, true purpose and true value is serving God. True purpose and true value is serving God, serving God, building community, building relationship. Everything is about relationship. Relationship to everything is what creates life. It's what creates sustenance and not just sustenance on the material place, like there's money coming into the bank sustenance. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about sustenance that comes into your spirit. The value of being alive, the understanding of existence, sustenance that feeds your spirit, sustenance that gives you understanding of how wonderful it is to be poured into, to pour into another person. There's nothing greater in life than having everything brought into you because you've built so many beautiful relationships and you're not a hoarder. You're not hoarding energy because you're in scarcity thinking or you're in fear-based thinking. You're literally stepping into an understanding of, I'm stepping into this place of being able to receive, right? from someone else's vessel so that way I can give to another person. What's the point of having a bunch of stuff if you can't give to another person and love them without reason? Just love people without reason. Love people because it feels good to pour into someone love. It feels good to give love when you have so much of it. It feels good to give money when you have so much of it. It feels good to give service when you have so much service for you. Meaning when you're so, when you're so supplied and nurtured and well cared for, why not go do some volunteer work at a woman's shelter? I did it when I was young. I worked in a woman's battered shelter. And then on my, on outside of that, I worked at an acupuncture clinic, you know, taking the needles out for all the, for the different acupuncture doctors and then, you know, cleaning up everything for them and whatever, you know, and in the woman's shelter, uh, same thing. I, I was like helping and doing everything I can, even if it was like changing beds or picking up things or cleaning toilets or whatever it was. It wasn't about the fact that I just cleaning a toilet or doing whatever. It was about the fact of being of service, right? You know, and there's times I was service to, to people just for the sake of just being close to them, to learn from them, to just garner some of their wisdom and knowledge. And, and I worked for this guy named Dr. David. He lived up in Mount Tam. And uh, we go up there and, you know, I just wanted to spend time with him and learn from him. This is way before you could even mention blue-green algae and everyone knew what you were talking about. This is like he was on the cutting edge of, whole, of holism. And at the same time, he was working on a project to develop, to turn Alcatraz into a healing sound place, uh, like a healing center, sound, arts, cultural center, where people can go and meditate and learn about music and, you know, and, and, you know, have great conferences about peace and how we can change the planet. But of course, so he was raising all this money and he was just like, you want to be close to me? Help me campaign. So I like campaigned for him. I like stuffed envelopes for him. Sometimes I stuff like maybe 5,000, 10,000 envelopes, but I didn't care. Because to be close to him and to gain wisdom from him and have a relationship with him was everything. And when we begin to get into a space where we realize that the value of life should not be antiquated by on what possessions we, 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 we possess, because those possessions can burn in a fire. I have seen people who have a lot of things just go up in flames. Things that just, you know, people, things get repossessed. I mean, even growing up in my home, my dad was a multimillionaire. J cars, jets, you know, big houses, house here, house there. You know, biggest house in our little town that we lived in in Foster City. 
and uh, you know, never like six refrigerators in the house, like you know, just a bunch of nonsense, if you ask me, because. The thing was, the house was so cold, it was empty. And then there was a time where he had lost everything, you know, because he got sued for some things that he did and he lost everything. But the thing was, was that it was about relationships, you know? For me, it was like, oh, he put all his emphasis on wealth and money and this and that, but he didn't put his emphasis on sitting down with me, you know, unless I went to his secretary and was like, I wanted to make an appointment with my dad because I want to talk about you know, what it was like for him to be an apprentice and what it was like for him to, you know, to be in, in my grandmother's presence where she had a table and he was mixing herbs and, and chopping wood and lighting up fires for people who would come in for their healings and, you know, all these different things that he did. Like, I wanted to get into those places, but the only time I can get in those places is if I went into his world and did what he wanted me to do. Like there was never a time when he would just want to sit down and say, hey, let's talk. He was like, oh, okay, if you want this kind of information, then you need to do what I want to do. So I was like, fine, I'll do it. Like whatever I got to do. But the point I'm making is his emphasis was on money, wealth, and prosperity and about material possessions. Like how many Mercedes do you need? How many things do you need? And I mean, are you not happy yet? Because the happiness that you should be looking at is your children around you, your family, your friends, right? And so it's unfortunate because when my father lost everything and my dad, you know, got to a place where, you know, he didn't have that lifestyle anymore because that's how he was getting all his friends and everyone was around him because he had this lavish lifestyle. And when he lost all of it, you know, no one was coming to visit him. Those people that he was feeding and playing pool table with and having drinks with and, let, you know, pouring them drinks. My dad never drank or smoked, but, you know, any of these things. And taking on vacations and buying them things and doing things for them, just giving and giving and giving. My dad was a very giving person to his friends. But at the very towards the end of his life, none of them want to go see him. He was alone. And the only people who actually want to go see him was me and, of course, my sister, because my sister is the one who stayed by his side all the way through everything, you know, and then, of course, his grandchildren. But these are the people that he was neglecting. These were the people that he couldn't see because he was too busy looking at all his shiny little things. And we don't want to be those types of people. And it's very easy to fall into that space because you're living in a world that that makes you believe that the shinier, the bigger, the brighter something is, it's more worth the value of a human being. And it really isn't. It's really not. I find more joy than buying someone a gift than just going and spending time with them having a picnic on the grass with them, getting a picnic basket, talking about their dreams and aspirations, playing video games with them, you know, uh, having dinner with them, going on a little trip together somewhere where we just don't really do much. We don't need to go sightseeing or anything. We just stay in the house and veg, eat, sleep, get up, talk, eat, sleep, get up, talk, eat, sleep, get up, talk, you know? I mean, that to me is everything. When people say to me, oh, you know what? Uh, I want to buy you something. No, don't buy me something. Buy me a ticket to where you are so I can come spend time with you and engage with you and have relationship with you. You know, like one of my friends right now, he's like, wants me to come to Bali because, you know, he knows that it's about relationship. He's like, I don't care. I just want you here so we can spend time together. Great. Let's meditate together. Let's, let's wake up. Let's, let's do shamanic things. Let's talk about life. Let's laugh. Let's be kids. Let's be free. Let's run naked on the beach and scream our heads off. Whatever it is. We put too much of our emphasis and too much of our energy and too much of our focus and our devotion on the temporal, not the eternal. The eternal is what you leave the earth with. The temporal is what can burn up in a fire or fall into the earth during an earthquake or be smashed up into tiny pieces and be nothing but wreckage, right? That's material. You can't do that. Like being in nature, that's, that's a moment to remember, being with that redwood tree, being by that ocean, being on that mountaintop, being in uh, on a snowy cliff and looking out at the horizon. Those are the things you want to reflect upon in your life. Not how cool it was for you to go to that hot party and be in that hot outfit and get acknowledged and do a bunch of selfies and get a bunch of likes on Instagram, please, the whole network of Instagram can go down tomorrow and everybody is no longer, like all of it means nothing. Like we could have a whole, compu uh, a whole computer, like uh, what is it called? Uh, wipeout across the world and all your Instagram, your Facebook and all your social media gone. Now what? Did you build relationship?
Because if you built relationship on all those social media, those people will find you because that's your tribe. That's why people ask me, how come like, you know, when this friend of mine, she's a, an actress, she said to me, I, I can't believe you take the time while we're sitting here, like she's watching me because I'm going through with, you know, to each message on DMs. Sometimes I get a lot of DMs, you know, and I'm going through and just talking to each person and talking to them and they're saying things to me and I'm talking to them. They're like, oh, I had a dream about you. And I, does that make sense? I'm talking about this. Oh, well, you know, my, my, I'm going through this thing. Let me, and I go, okay, let me give you some pointers on that. You know, da, 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 just talking it up, talking it up, getting to know the tribe, you know, cause that's what it's about. And she's like, I can't believe you take the time to go do all that when you're so busy. I'm like, what, for what? What? Because I get to, I get invited to some red carpet event. I'd rather talk to people and engage than go to this red carpet event because me, knowing me, it's like I'm going to go there and get overwhelmed by all the people and go sit down on the couch. And then I'm only going to talk to the people who actually come and talk to me because I'm very introverted when it comes to being out in public, even though people may not believe that. But I am. And I'm not a social butterfly. I don't go around the room and go like, okay, let me talk to all these different people because to me, that's a hustle. And for me, I'm about alignment. So I just go in. I already know that spirit has already set up the person I'm supposed to meet with. I meet them. We're good. Done. I know they're good peeps because spirit's not going to bring anything to me in the most authentic and natural way that isn't about good peeps. I don't need to work hard to get that which is good for me. You understand what I'm saying? I don't need to work hard to get that what is good for me. If I have to hustle something and punch something to beat down the door, kick down the door to make something happen, if I have to push myself out there and put extra muscle stress and strain and stress on myself, it wasn't for me to begin with because it's too hard to get to. And that source never makes anything too hard to get to. Source always says, build relationship, build relationship, build relationship. Everything that I've ever gotten in life is because of the relationships that I have. Every person who's ever joined me or joined my team or got involved with me or anything has been about the relationships that I have. I have made relationships with people on airplanes and started talking to them. One time I was on an airplane going somewhere. I was talking to this blonde girl next to me. Started having this deep conversation. It was so beautiful, laughing, whatever. And she's like, you're not at the end of the trip. She's like, I'd like to connect with you. Are you on Instagram? I should find out. And all of a sudden I find out she's like this big uh, star on this, uh, one of these kind of superhero type shows, you know, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, wow, I didn't know you were an actress. She goes, yeah, you know, I do, I, I'm, uh, I, I do a lot of movies and I do a lot of this and that and the other. Cool. But she knew that I wasn't talking to her because of who she was. I was talking to her just because I like having relationship, right? And the thing is, is like, you'd be surprised. Like one time I was in an elevator and I was talking to this woman in the elevator, going to this friend's party and having this great conversation. It comes to find out that this person is uh, a really important person and does all this beautiful work in the world to support people and is exactly what I want to have in my life. And we already connected. It was just this beautiful energy. It's a symbiosis. It's a beautiful, authentic rhythm. And that's what I like to look for is these authentic rhythms, these authentic pathways, right? And authentic pathways don't come from fighting and manipulation and, you know, hustling a room and, you know, trying to get yourself in front of somebody, you know? Like sometimes I'll go to events and there'll be like different celebrities there. I'm not trying to work my way through the crowd to get close to them. If we're meant to find each other, we're meant to find each other. That's it. I don't need to work the room and try to get up on them and get close to them so we can get a picture together. No, 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 sorry. Because to me, I look at everything in the world like this. We obviously must be a very depressed species because the entertainment industry is one of the highest paid industries. That means that we need to be entertained so much. That's reason why we put so much emphasis on this is where we're going to put our devotion. This is where we're putting our money. This is where, so that's why they get the highest paid money. I mean, an actress does an app movie. She can make something up to 30 million, $20 million off that movie, $20 million. You know how many wells in Africa, how many villages you can get help people with um, to be able to build crops and build a whole entire um, irrigation system, you know, to put water in places where people can't have fresh water. How many, how many solar panels that will put on people's homes who can't get electricity and be able to have this, this, this replenishable source of energy? Do you know how many, how many buildings you can build with that or have shelters set up for people that have healing and all these things with that kind of money? 
But instead, people rather go and buy uh, Bentleys and get this and, and that, like all these kind of like things that the system wants you to buy. It's not necessary. I always tell people, look, you know what? You make it, they take it. That's how it goes. So why would you, if you're going to make money, make money, but use your money for things that are actually supporting the people around you, right? Like yesterday, I took my family all out to get massages. And, you know, so my nieces, my sister, my sister-in-law, my nephew, we all went and got foot massages, back massages, wonderful. Then I'm taking them to go to this place, um, you know, to get to sweating. And, uh, you know, it's just like, for me, that's great. Sometimes I'll take my team um, and we'll go for a day of the spa or we'll go for a day to go eat or we'll go for a day to pamper ourselves, get manis and petties, you know, things like that. To me, reason why I love that is because it's, I get to spend time with them instead of me just going and buying them something because I can buy them something. And then how long is that thing going to last? Is that going to be a memory that they take with them when they leave the earth? When they leave the earth, you get to take all these beautiful memories and things that you experience. Is that something they're going to want to hold on into their, into their spirit and travel that over to, to the realm of light? See, the thing, you know, the thing is, is that we want to hold on to the memories that had sustenance, the things that made the spirit shine and radiate and, 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 and bloom and blossom to these powerful um, energy frequencies on the planet. Think about it, you know, it's like, that's why I tell people it's called being in bloom, you know, being in bloom, what that represents. Being in bloom means like you put so much love into a person or you've given so much love to yourself that you're in bloom. You're like the flower of light that is walking around and just being in bloom. People get to experience your essence. They get to be in your essence and your essence is beautiful, right? Right? And so just be in bloom, you know what I'm saying? Be in bloom. Let yourself radiate, shine, and illuminate the energy from your being because you're filling yourself up with so much goodness. You're not hustling it and you're not trying to like finagle yourself in the world to get where you need to go. You get there because spirit just shows you how to get there easily. That's how, that's how you always know you're on the, on the path of spirit is when it's easy. You always know when you're on the path of you is when it's hard, right? If something's hard, that's the path of you. If it's easy, it's the path of spirit. So if we start building relationships, we create more, more pathways that spirit can operate from to bring beautiful things both in our lives and the lives of those people that we built relationships with. Because spirit not only blesses you, they bless the people you built relationships with. That's the essence. That's the beauty. That's the, that's the divine you know, purpose of, of you know, accumulation, of true accumulation, of quantity, is to recognize that every person, every time you get blessed, they get blessed. Every time you go up, they go up. Don't leave anyone behind. Don't try to rise above other people to make yourself feel good because all that stuff is just nonsense. That's lower identity stuff. You know, people call it the lower ego. You want the higher ego. The higher ego is about lifting and shifting together. The higher ego knows that the more I go up in my success, the more the tribe goes up in their success. The more that I get nurtured, the more you get nurtured. The more that I get wealthy, the more things I can do to support, to support you in your growth by creating programs and all types of things to make it so that you can go up. The more I'm happy, the more happiness I get to share with you and then we all get happy together, you know? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing if you think about it, right? I lift, you lift. You lift, I lift. <laughs> Can't ask for anything better than that. That's the reason why you wanna, you wanna make sure that the people in your life, right, is that even if your friends go down, as long as you go up, you lift them up too. That's why I'm not worried. So if my friends go down and I go up, I take them up with me. I'm not going to go, oh, I go up, you go down. Oh, well, you ain't working hard enough. Or maybe you need to put your hustle in it a little bit more. Or you need to do this or you need to do that. I remember one time I was going to an event. It was a, the guy who does Girls Gone Wild through a big celebrity event. And it was like they shut down Magic Mountain. It was like a big deal and everything. And I found it very fascinating because... 
as I was going to this event, I couldn't go because I had to work at the children's hospital. And the guy who was inviting me is this big Hollywood director. And he was like, you know, I really want you to come. You can have so much fun because I know your inner child would be happy and stuff. And I said, well, I can't go when you go because I'm going to be working, doing volunteer work. I said, but I can come after. I can't let the kids down just to go ride roller coasters with everybody. You know, it's not, it's not how I operate. So he was like, okay, well, your name will be on the list. So I call my friend up. We get invited. We go and we look at the list, you know, and the woman won't let us in. She's like, well, your, your party already went in, so you can't go in. But I drove all the way from LA to Magic Mountain to get in. Long story short, the woman wouldn't let me in. She kept saying to me, if you want in, you have to make out with me. She's like, and I go, who? My friend was like, who? She goes, him. He has to make out. Derek has to make out with me. And I was like, I'm not going to make out with you. Why would I make out with you? She said, then you're not getting it. It was like power play she was playing. I found it very fascinating. To me, it was an evening of watching ego. And then all of a sudden, this big Hollywood actor, I'm not going to say names because I'm, you know, I'm not here to gossip. I'm just here to tell you the story of how I learned what I learned from it. This big Hollywood actor, black guy, and his whole team were walking. And all of a sudden, I asked him, I told him the situation. He knew my name was on the list. And his comment to me was like, brother man, brother man, you see, I got mine. You see, I'm doing movie, I'm doing TV, I'm doing this. See, I got mine. But see, you obviously aren't meant to be here because if you did, you'd be on that list. I said, but I am on the list. He goes, yeah, but you would be invited in. You see what I'm saying? He's like, but I got mine. That's why I'm going in with my crew. So, I mean, I would let you in my crew. But the thing is that you got to see what it's like before you get yours. So, you know, obviously you're not meant to be here. You don't got yours yet. So you'll get yours. You just need to put a little bit more work into it. And I'm thinking to myself, is this guy crazy? Is what kind of planet is he living on? This guy has lost his mind. I just let it go. And so finally, you know, this um, big, um, what you call it, music singer, you know, comes up and she starts talking to the girl, the woman. She's like, what's going on, boo? I said, she's not letting me in. She goes, she goes why aren't you letting the shaman in? She goes, because I don't like his attitude and stuff. She's like, you know what? I should do everything I could. She's not letting you in, whatever. So I was like, what is your problem? She goes, just make out with me. Just kiss me. I said, forget it. She's like, okay. She's like, forget it, I'll let you in. And then she let me in. But it was like this game of playing power and ego and this and that and the other. And what I learned from that was that was too hard. So I wasn't meant to be there. I wasn't meant to go to this event. I was there to look and see if this is this, if this is the way it's supposed to be. And this is how I have to, the kind of like energy that I have to go through. This isn't for me. What I should have done is simply realize that this was not for me. The reason why I had worked that night with the children was for me to work with the children and go home and make myself a nice cup of tea and meditate and relax and read a book. But instead, I was like, oh, my friend was like, oh, we should go. It'd be amazing if we went. There's gonna, everyone's going to be there. Madonna and Beyonce and this person and that person. And this is a great way for you to connect with people. And I got sucked in. I was like, oh my God, maybe you're right. Maybe I should go. You know, I am invited and da, 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 da. But what? I went under the wrong pretenses. I went under the pretenses of going so I can meet certain people. But spirit knew that I wasn't supposed to meet those people under that circumstance. No one wants to meet the shaman at Magic Mountain and, 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 and go into an idea of how I can support them and help them. They're, getting, they're sitting there drinking and watching girls run around with no tops on, you know what I'm saying? All this kind of stuff. And this doesn't support anything. And in fact, it didn't, it's not going to support me because I'm communicating with people and they're in a place of like drinking and riding roller coasters and acting crazy. That's not for, that's not for me where I need to be as the shaman to reach them. I need to reach them on a level that is where my world, where I'm at, which is not, maybe it's at a dinner. Perhaps it's maybe they get, we get invited to some art event or something, or maybe someone introduces us together. It's not about me hustling, but see, I listened to my friend. So I went in there with that mentality and spirit goes, let me show you how out of alignment you are because you're not getting in from this person. You're not getting in from that person and you're not getting in from that piece. So you're not getting in from two um, big celebrities and one who just says, that I, I, you know, you know, I got to get my own. And then the woman who wants me to make out with her when I don't want to make out with her. I don't know where her lips have been. I don't want to put my tongue in her mouth. I don't want to make out with her. That's nasty. I'm sorry. So, I mean, if I want to make out with you, there got to be some consciousness. You're trying to have me like some, she was trying to like, like, you got to make out with me. Are you going to get in? Like, what, what am I, your slave? What am I? What is this? I mean, seriously? 
I'm do it, do it. It's like, what am I like? You know, you like you're paying for me to kiss you. Like, well, I mean, it's it's just weird for me when someone says that you can't get in the door unless you make out with me. Like, ill. Like, I'm not into it. So all of those markers were enough for me to make that decision. But because my friend kept getting in that space of saying that, and I kept letting him in, and mind mind you, it's not his fault. It's my responsibility. I chose to listen. I chose to get into that space of buying into what he was saying. It's not his fault. He's just being him. It was me. So always, you know, we always have to make sure that we don't blame the other person because it's not them to blame. They're just being them. I have a choice to say, no, I don't want to continue this because this isn't where I'm supposed to be. Because if it was, I would be in easily and effortlessly. Spirit makes it easy when it's spirit. We make it hard when it's us. So it's good to remember that, right? And it's about creating relationships. We, the better relationships we have, the more beautiful connections we make because every single person is a vessel. I'm pouring into you. You're pouring into me. We're pouring into each other. Everyone's pouring. You know, it's like you got a bunch of cups and you're all just pouring into one another. It's a beautiful thing, you know? You can't, get, you can't use me. People say, oh, that person used me. No, they didn't. You used yourself. You can't use me because I'm the one who decides what I give you. So if I gave you something and I had an expectation that you were going to give me, that's my problem. It has nothing to do with you. If you feel like you need to be a taker and that's where you're at in your soldier and that's where you're at in your life right now, then that's where you're at. And if I choose a taker to come into my life and I give, 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 and they take, 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 and they don't give anything back because they're still in take mood to fill up their vessel because they've been down and depleted, I can't get mad at that person and I can't be agitated or annoyed or feel like they're not a good friend or this and that and the other because I'm creating rules and conditions based upon my relationships. That's not how you create relationships. Relationships are free. They're without expectation. They're without expectation. Relationships are about love. It's about connection. It's about really caring or understanding that person. You may not even have to understand them completely. The fact that you care and you're there and you're present. You respect them and see them and accept them unconditionally. That creates a beautiful relationship. When you're not going in trying to change the person to be something that makes you comfortable. If you're uncomfortable with someone that you are connecting with, be it a friend, a lover, or whoever, and you're uncomfortable with them, that's your own uncomfortableness with yourself. They're only reflecting to you. You should be giving them a flower or or thank you card and say thank you for showing me my own discomfort within myself. This has nothing to do with you. You are just cat. You are just a catalyst. You are just a, a, a a microscope. You are just a kaleidoscope of information to get me to look at the stuff that's going on inside of me. When someone disrespects you and it hurts you, thank you for doing being you as you are because I realize that my temple, my sacred space is not fortified with the love that I need of truth that I need for myself. If someone can can move you and just and make you um shift you from your place of joy and happiness with just a word or a behavior, you're not solid. That means you don't have a strong relationship with yourself. It's not just all about relationships with other people. It's also the relationship you have to yourself. Someone can call me a name in the street and say all kinds of things to me, right? But then again, I have to check it with myself. I have to go in myself and be like, do I accept that because I have nothing in place of who I am? Or do I have such a security within who I am that I know I'm a being of love because I am love. I represent love. I solidify love, okay? So whatever that person's saying, I'm not even going to be affected. I'm just going to smile at them and just be like, may blessings come to you on your day. May everything you touch turns to gold. Bring great blessings to you. There's nothing greater in the world than to deal with a person who's a hater or a person who is putting uh, gossip on you or speaking bad about you than to just bless them. And bring prayer to them. Bless them. Thank you, God. Thank you, Spirit, for bringing a prosperity into their life. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, God, for bringing health and vibrance and 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 optimum um, energy and 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 love into their life. Thank you, God, for making everything work out for them easily and effortlessly. Because that's how you speed up people's karma. You see, 
You don't speed up people's karma by being a victim in your relationships. You speed up people's karma, meaning karma in the sense of, well, I'm going to use it from the very Sanskrit way, right? Not from the shamanic way, but from the Sanskrit way, which is the idea of learning to refine something back into its original form. Well, actually, that's shamanic as well, too, in that sense, if I'm going to say it like that. So refinement of an idea or feeling or belief that you may have that has been causing disruption, discord, and chaos in your life because of the reaction that you have given it and the way in which you have perceived it. So whenever I, when someone is doing something not so nice to me, I wish them blessing. I wish them grace. I have an actress who says things about me. I wish you grace. I wish you blessings. I'm going to wish you up. I'm going to bless you up. I'm going to constantly be in thankfulness to the spirits for making sure that everything in your life is beautiful, nurturing, loving, prosperous, and health, vitality, you name it. I'm going to pour it on you. Because if you're spewing negative energy and I pour blessing on you, do you know how the universe operates when that happens? That means that all the negativity that you're spewing out also becomes things that aggressively begin to affect your life because I put blessing on you. So if someone gossips, like one, the other day I was with some people and they were starting to gossip and I said, okay, I thank you for sharing that information with me. Now let us bless them. Let us pray for the person you just spoke about who you feel is having some kind of situation and something right? Let's bless them. Let's, let's put our blessing upon them. Let's put our love upon them. Let's see that they come out of these ways that they are acting, the way that they're operating, the way that they're transitioning themselves um, in their life, the way that they're, they're showing up in their character, right? You know, we don't want to go from a place of, you know, getting, getting caught up in the gossip. We don't want to get in that. We don't, we don't need to do that because all that's doing is putting negativity in our lives. Mm-hmm. We, we, every time you gossip, you're creating incorrect relationship with the world, with people, with yourself. You're not building healthy relationships when you gossip. What you're doing is you're, cre- you're creating negative energy to come to you because you're not saying anything good. And so that means the spirits who are listening to you and the and spirits who are coming from, from the realm um, of darkness right? They are being excited because now they can come into your life and start creating havoc and chaos and all kinds of things. Because that which you speak of another person, you speak of yourself. Do you not know these words? That which you speak of another person is that which you speak of yourself. That which you speak of another person is that which you speak of yourself. That is the way it is. There is no other way. You can't change universal uh, law. You can't. That's why when someone talks bad about me or someone gossips about me, someone tracks someone one time, a friend of mine who I love so much, I was at an event with them uh, and I want to give them a hug and they have a problem because they have some other friend who doesn't like me and another friend who doesn't like me. So they gave me the cold shoulder. I just gave them blessing. I blessed them. I prayed for them. I said, spirit, give them blessing, give them grace, give them love, give them success. Because I'm not going to go into your place. If you want to act um, nasty to me, if you want to be rude to me, if you want to have the stink eye or the evil eye or whatever it's going to be, I'm going to bless you up. I am going to pray you up. I am going to do so many things because I'm about building relationship. And my relationship is with myself, my relationship with God, my relationship with you, the tribe, the relationship with nature, relationship with animals, relationship with the sky, relationship with the wind. That's what a spirit shaman is. Spirit shamanism is about building relationship, relationship with everything, relationship with the ocean, relationship with the river spirit, relationship with the breath, relationship with everything. And all my relationships are going to be in love and kindness and joy. And even if you speak ill against me, even if you don't like something I do, even if you don't approve, I'm going to speak blessing upon you because I'm going to keep a good relationship with spirit. Because if I talk bad about you, I talk bad about God. What are people thinking in their mind? When they talk bad about someone, they think they're talking just about that person. They don't know they're talking about God. God created that person. God created that person. God created that person. So if you talk bad about that person, you're talking bad about God. You're talking bad about yourself because you're a part of God. So therefore, you just did a double whammy. You don't need double whammies in your life. 
Speak only that of good blessings, that of good tidings, that of good grace upon another. And you shall see the relationship that you have created with spirit become bloom, blossom, radiate, shine, illuminate. Your light will go up. Your energy will go up. The things in your life, more opportunities will continue and be expanded. All of a sudden, you're getting phone calls. People say, oh, I want you to do this. And oh, this thing, that. oh, I want to put this money in your pocket. Oh, I want to do that. I want to do this. Why? Because you are a walking vessel of love. You are a walking vessel of joy. You are a walking vessel of divinity. This is how you build relationships. And when you get into relationships, when it comes to to romantic relationships, there's no difference from the relationship that you and me may have or someone else may have. The only difference is with the romantic relationship, you're sharing intimacy on a sensual, sexual level. I'm having sex with you in my mind. I'm getting turned on with you emotionally when I talk to you, when I spend time with you, when I hug you. You know how many times I hug a girl, hug a guy, I feel sensually turned on. That doesn't mean I'm turned on to the point where I need to go to bed with you and have sex with you. I'm essentially turned on in my spirit. So I'm already having a relationship with you. You know, when people say heart-to-heart hugs and things like that, please, my heart was already connected to you. I don't need all that. What I, what I want to do is bring realness to it. I want to bring realness to it. And the realness comes in when we operate from a place where we see the value of ourselves and the value of other people And the value of what ourselves can bring is more relationship, more connection, more community, more love, more tribe. That's how we move beyond the limitations. And that's how we move out of scarcity. That's how we move out of poverty consciousness. That's how we move out of, you know, anything that would cause any kind of distortion or discord or destruction or chaos or degradation in our life is easily remedied when it comes to building relationship with spirit, relationship with God, relationship with yourself, relationship with others, relationship with nature, relationship with the wind, relationship with everything everything, right? And so when you meet a person and you go into a relationship with them, when you go on the first date, for instance, let's say you have a first date, the greatest relationship you can have on that first date is about you being honest and real and authentic. Because for if you are not honest, real, and authentic, then you're not showing people that you're comfortable in having a relationship. You're showing them what you think they want and what they need. And that means you don't have a relationship with yourself. And the first key to having a healthy relationship is having a healthy relationship with yourself. That's the first key. Having a healthy relationship with yourself. Nothing else can take that away. If you have a healthy relationship with yourself, it doesn't matter if you go on a first date. It doesn't matter what you do in your life. It doesn't matter who you meet. It doesn't matter who you go into business partnership. It doesn't matter anything. You're always going to be okay because you have a healthy relationship with yourself. It's where people lose themselves is when they don't have a healthy relationship with themselves. And then they go into a relationship making the other person more important than them, putting the other person's needs before their own. They go into a a relationship, a partnership, and expect the other partners to do everything that they feel that they cannot do. They feel that they have to go in this partnership because they're afraid to start their business alone. So they figure if they fail, then they they fail with someone. It's not they fail alone because they have the idea of failure because they don't have a relationship with themselves. See, if you have a relationship with yourself, there is no failure. There is only growth. There is only growth and refinement when you have a relationship with yourself. If you have a relationship with yourself, you know that you are always evolving. You are always moving into that space of limitless joy, happiness, and freedom. When you have a relationship with yourself, you're able to access that level of consciousness with yourself because you realize, hey, I deserve the best. You're not hustling. You're not beating down doors. You're not trying to make something by manipulating people and, and, and doing all kinds of nefarious things. No. You are having a relationship with people. You're having a relationship with yourself. That means that you're coming correct. That means you're coming from a place of love. You're coming from a place of nurturing. And you're coming from a place of authenticity. You don't walk in the room and try to hobnob yourself around the room with every person because you don't need to meet every person because you know some of those people who are in that room, you're not supposed to meet. You're not supposed to connect. Spirit didn't usher that to be the ease and grace of your life. 
If you have to do something hard, you're at a job and you're doing a job and it's hard, that's because that's not your job, baby. There is a, a divine principle, a divine principle, because the divine principle is very simple, is what is really yours? What is really yours? You will enjoy. You will find fruitfulness from it. You will eat from it. You will be able to get sustenance from it. But if you do not enjoy what you do, then that's not your job. If you don't enjoy being around people, then those people are not the people you need to be around because everything is about ease and grace. If I'm around someone and I feel all kinds of energy moving through me where I feel heavy and I feel I can't breathe, I feel glommed on, which means I feel all this negative energy in my space just by being around that person, that's not easy. That's not easy. So either one, I'm having not a good relationship with them and I'm not having a good relationship with myself. So I'm not checking into my needs. It's really important that you can't go around blaming other people for your failed relationships because the failed relationship means a failed relationship because you didn't choose to have one with yourself. And having a relationship with yourself is having a relationship with God, with spirit, with divinity, with grace, with beauty, right? So if you are operating in the field of having beautiful relationships, Right. If you if you if you are sitting here and you have Instagram and you just send messages and send and put selfies and you have nothing about building community, then you're just wasting space. Because when you're, if the computer network was to go down, nobody's trying to connect with you. Because I know if the computer network went down, I'd get letters somehow, 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 some way. People would find me. We find each other. and We'd have our tribe. The tribe would not be broken up just because there's no more ancient wisdom today or there's no more uh, uh, Instagram and any kind of social network platform. That doesn't make the tribe. The tribe isn't because these things exist. The tribe existed before these things. All we had to do was put the components together so that we can start interacting. The interaction has already been created in spirit. If you are on ancient wisdom today, I can guarantee you right now that you have guides and spirits and ancestors who have led you to be a part of this tribe, not because you have to follow Shaman Durek or I'm your guru or your leader, because I'm not any of those things. I'm not your guru. I'm not your leader. You don't need to follow me. It's because you belong here to, to enrich yourselves with this tribe so we can have family, community, so we can have relationship. It's not just a one-way street. It's not just have a relationship with, with me. I'm having a relationship with you. That's why I encourage everyone to go to Instagram all the time. It's not because I want you to become, you, want, you don't have to even like me on Instagram. I don't really care. You can just start engaging with me. I want to know who the tribal members are. I want to know how you felt when you had your first child. I want to know how you felt when you first fell in love. I want to know what your dreams and aspirations are. I want to know what inspires you. I want to know what keeps you lit. I want to know what makes you feel like you are a giant. I want to know how you, how you create relationship. I want to know your morning routine. I want to know how you feel inside when you go to sleep. Do you feel good when you go to sleep? And do you feel good when you wake up? I want to know what, you're, what, what nourishes you, what provides you, what gives you sustenance. Do you feel filled or do you feel empty? I want to know. Because that's the only way we're going to survive is in relationships. It's the only way we're going we're gonna to thrive is in relationships. That's the only way we're going to be able to touch eternity. It's in relationships. I have a relationship with an elephant or a horse, when some people watch me horseback ride, they go, wow, you're really connected to horses. I have a relationship with that horse. That horse has a relationship with me. And not only that horse, but I have a relationship with that horse, which means I have a relationship with God because God created that horse. And I have a relationship with everything. That's why we, we, when people kill animals, they, have no, they don't understand. They go, oh, I'm going to buy it in the grocery store. But the thing is, if, you, if you're going to take life, you have to have a relationship with that animal and be like, look, I have to eat. I have to take your life if that's what you're going to do. But people aren't doing that anymore. That's why, they can mass, that's why people can mass produce a bunch of poisonous things out there because nobody has a relationship with anything anymore. We got to get back. We got to go back.
We got to rewind the clock. We got to go back. We got to go back to the time we have relationship with trees, relationship with the animals, relationship with, our, with ourselves, relationship with God, relationship with family, community connection, tribe. Community connection, tribe. Community connection, tribe. That's it. We are moving so fast right now in our evolution. So fast. You look up right now, you're like January, February, all of a sudden it's going to be December again. Time is moving faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And that means years and months and stuff is going to happen very fast. Don't let the people you care about and you love not know how you feel. If you've never told the people around you that you love them, tell them now. Don't wait until they, they, you find out tomorrow they got hit by a car or they left the planet because they had other places to go and having other planets to help, other places to, to visit. Not everyone stays on earth. Some people go to other planets and take other bodies, other places. You can't just assume that everyone is going to be the same as they are today, as they are, as they're going to be tomorrow. No. You got to let people know you love them. You got to let people know they're beautiful. You got to let people know you see intelligence in them. You see wisdom in them. You see grace in them, that they can do anything, that they're powerful, that they're lit, that they got fire in them. And you want to throw more fire in that so you can see them get blazed up blaze them up when you blaze someone up they can do anything they're unstoppable giants all this new age love and light love and light don't love and light me blaze me up show me how to be a giant love and light you can love and light anything i want to get blazed I want to get lit. I want to be on fire. I want to be an inferno. I want to burn and blaze and burn like the sun. 20,000 suns bright. I want to burn, blaze, and burn. You understand? That's why I keep it lit. That's how I keep the energy going for other people. I see someone's light going down. I light that up. Light it up. You know what to do. Relationships are a beautiful thing. We all have the ability to create them and build them and build bridges into the hearts of so many people, into our hearts of so many spirits, the hearts of so many trees, the hearts of so many beings, beings we haven't even made connection with, beings who are waiting for us to, to, to just come into a place of loving our own species. doesn't matter what color you are, what sex you are, what, you're, what you like, what your orientation is. It doesn't matter. There are so many beings out there waiting for us, so many beautiful animals waiting for us, so many trees waiting for us, so many beautiful people waiting for us. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for me. They're waiting for all of us. And they're waiting for us because they want us to have a relationship with them. And we can't have a relationship if we keep fighting and we keep looking for what's wrong. We keep gossiping. We keep hurting ourselves by the things we say from our mouths and the way that we build relationship with each other, how we build connection, how we build community, how we build tribe. I feel strong about it. I feel very strong about it. Everything was when you were a kid, didn't you think once in your life, why do we keep fighting? Why do we keep having war? Why do we keep dying? Why do we keep hurting each other? Why do we keep poisoning? Why are we got so much conflict? Because <laughs> people forgot to have relationship. <laughs> they forgot to have relationship. That's what I want you to get back to. Have relationship. Even if your family, whatever, just give them relationship. Even if they're not acting right, just you know what to do. I can sometimes be the biggest crybaby. Oh, but it's... Because stuff is deep. It's real for me. I live it every day. I wake up, I breathe it. Every day, every second, every minute. I breathe it. I feel it inside. I feel it when I see you. I feel it when I hear you. I feel it. It's about relationships, about communities, about tribe. Anyway, thank you for allowing me to share. I love you so much, everyone. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can follow me at Shaman Durek. I'm just pulling myself together a little bit here. So I'm getting deep emotional for a second. I was about to wail like a baby. I'm okay now. 
you can, you know, if you want to level up your powers, go and check out my newsletter at shamandurek.com. The greatest thing you can do for me is to invite, to ignite, which means share it with your family members, share it with your friends, share it with the person you just met, share it with every single person because the more people who come and get this message, the more we're going to be able to shift and lift our world to something great, greater than what it is now. It's great now, but we want to make it greater. That happens through community, that happens through relationship, that happens through love. Life is too good to, to pass it up. And if anyone hasn't told you that they love you, let me tell you, I love you. Thank you, my loves. Thank you, tribe. Thank you, beautiful tribal members. Thank you so much for allowing me to take the time out of your life to share my love with all of you and to continue to find ways that I can keep filling you up. Because when I fill you up, I fill myself up and we fill each other up. So until next time, I'll see you later, alligator. Bye.